Rebel Nation, it's time for the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline with Yancey Porter, Gary Darby, and Gordon Ford. Around fakes left, goes right himself, he's to the end zone, touchdown Ole Miss! Giving you the lowdown on the mighty Rebels for the past 25 years. Near side, there's a pitch, it's on the turf, and the Rebels recover it! Make your voice heard, be part of the show by texting 662-426-1093. Touchdown! John Rice Plumley faked it to Connor off the left side, kept it around the end, and takes it to the Powder Blue House. 662-426-1093. And here it is. We're underway in the Sugar Bowl. And here's your host, Gary Darby. All right, friends, welcome to the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. I'm Gary Darby in the studio along with our friends Yancey Porter and Gordon Ford. We're ready to talk with you on the September the 27th. We want you to talk with us. Here's what you need to do. You need a text message 4261093. That's 6624261093. We'll get to those in just a moment. Let me tell you what we got coming up. I've got some thoughts that we'll get to here early. We're going to bring you G-Darb's thoughts with First South Farm Credit coming up. Harry's Corner's coming as we talk with Harry Harrison of the Ole Miss Radio Network. We got text messages. We've got the Rebel Injury Report. We've got Michael Joe Cannon who will join us along with our friend Jimmy Hodge who's back on with Sidelines.Live and we'll have all kinds of things happening along the way as we get you ready for Ole Miss and Alabama coming up on Saturday. Mr. Yancey Porter, how are you? Great, great. You sure? Man, I'm really excited about this weekend. Gordon, how about you? I'm wonderful, man. Ready for this game. A lot of crazy SEC stuff this week. Okay. Um, we're having some issues, it seems, uh, with uh, the other guy's microphones here, and so I'm not real sure uh, what might be the problem as far as that is concerned. Everything is up and going, and so uh, I'm not sure. Try again. Guys? Someone. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Uh, but- I can hear both of you. Uh, but you're not getting us in Jackson. Is that what I understand, sir? Huh. All the buttons are punched, and I have no idea why that's not happening. So here's what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to take you through with my thoughts from First South Farm Credit, and we'll see if we can't figure out uh, what's going on as far as uh, those microphones are concerned, because everything is pushed along the way. Try it again, guys. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Uh, the answer is no, as far as that is concerned. So that's going to be fun if we've got to roll through this <laughs> uh, the the entire way uh, along, and we'll figure this out. So here's the thing. First South Farm Credit's going to bring GDARP's thoughts along the way, and we're going to toss these in the first segment. And I'm going to tell you people going to Tuscaloosa a little story. And that story is you need to obey all traffic laws when going to Tuscaloosa for this game. And here's the reasoning why. This was back in 2002, long time ago. G-Darb's on the Omus Radio Network, and we're carrying all the equipment. I am producing the broadcast. I am co- uh, co-hosting the pregame show. Everything's going along. And we lose in Tuscaloosa on an October the 19th by a score of 42-7. And we're driving home. And somewhere on 82, um... I had a headlight that was obviously out, 
Now I had a short in the in the vehicle, and and so we had that happening uh, with the the line itself. And so once that happened, um, you know, the man pulled me over, and he also had uh, his buddy come out of the car as well, gun drawn. And it was a rainy, nasty Saturday night. My partner Ronnie Williams was uh, in the car, and I hear Darb, don't don't make a move. There's a guy behind me with a gun. I'm like, okay. So we sat there, roll the window down. He shines the light in the car. Uh, everything seemingly okay. He asked what all the equipment was. We kind of, I you know, he looked in the back and he kind of checked that out. He goes around. Magically, uh, the light was on. And it angered uh, the man in Alabama, and he comes back um, and and says, I, I, I'd swear that that light was out. Well, I, I don't know what to tell you, sir. It, it, it may have had a short in it. It looks like, you know, it's currently on. And he looks and shines the light on our shirts. We're wearing matching Ole Miss Radio Network shirts. He didn't say it as politely as, as I will, um, but he said, you've had your rear end beat enough today, son. Get back across the state line. <laughs> and I did. I, I I got there as quickly as I could. Um, again, staying under the speed limit and and making the the all the necessary correct moves I could. Blinkers, bright lights, dim lights, every lights that we could have. Um, but my whole thought was I'm going to be on the side of of I-82 and eventually underneath some jail somewhere uh, in Alabama because of the short in the headlight. Luckily. Luckily, it uh, it turned out okay, and he somewhat felt sorry for us because of the way the uh, the old football game went that day. So, Rebel Yell Hotline tip of the day: uh, Please uh, obey the laws when you're going. First South Farm Credit, they give you loans for homes and agriculture. Let them put their experience to work for you. We'll do the very same as we'll try and uh, and put our experience together uh, and see what might be wrong. I think uh, I think I understand it now. Speak, Gary. Did did they give you a, a ticket? I did not get a ticket. I didn't get a warning or anything. He just said go. So there it was. I would have probably gotten a ticket, so don't worry about it. Well, the thing was, uh, it, there was a gun drawn on the other side, right? We weren't trying, we were not going to do anything uh, to try and warrant uh, that man uh, giving us a ticket or doing anything along the way. Because, uh, you know, we, we did have dinner before we left Tuscaloosa, and, um, you know, uh, we had dinner before we left Tuscaloosa, <laughs> and I didn't want to give him any... Uh... Cannon Motors is excited to be celebrating 65 years of serving you and your family. From the time my dad started Cannon Motors in 1957, our goal has been to provide you with the best customer experience possible. Allow us to continue to serve you by contacting Cannon Chevrolet of Oxford to bring home a new Tahoe or Silverado. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Cannon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find new roads. What does the farm mean to you? Maybe it's a piece of land for production, crops, or cattle. Or maybe the farm is just a place you can go to relax or enjoy the outdoors. Whatever the farm means to you, First South Farm Credit can help you finance or refinance that perfect piece of land. We've been financing farms and land since 1916 with competitive rates and flexible terms. For more information, go to FirstSouthLand.com. 
Equal housing lender. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. If you're in the market for a fine piece of jewelry, there's only one name to know. Van Atkins. Serving its customers since 1939, Van Atkins has been voted the best estate jeweler in Mississippi multiple times. With great locations to serve you in historic downtown New Albany and on the square in Oxford, Van Atkins is the place to go. Whether it's a piece for yourself or for that special someone, Van Atkins is the easy decision. And like Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Now your hosts, Yancey, Gary, and Gordon. On the day when I was born, Daddy sat down and cried. I had the mark just as plain as day. All right, my friends, we welcome you back to the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Lots of things uh, to get on and discuss along the way, but Premier uh, is the fact that we we have all microphones and everything situated. Always something. Off week, and then Dart forgets, or you know, everybody forgets along the way. All right, here's something we got to do: a little item of business, and we'll bring in Mr. Harry Harrison right after that. Do you buy Hammerhead Armor? Hammerhead makes world-class aftermarket automotive bumpers right here in Mississippi. Based in Bay Springs, Hammerhead's CEO is Jamie Holder, a 1985 graduate of Ole Miss and former captain of the Rebel football team. Hammerhead bumpers fits most models and are designed from the ground up with both style and strength in mind. So when it comes to bumpers, the name to know is Hammerhead. You can visit their website at hammerheadarmor.com or visit 24-7 Sports for the Rebel Yell Hotline Rewind, powered by Hammerhead Armor. Also, don't forget to use the code Rebel Yell for an additional 10% off. Again, that is Hammerhead Armor for your truck's bumper needs. Made in Mississippi by Mississippians. Harry Harrison, how about that intro? Hey, Bay Springs, Mississippi is a great place to be from, my man, for sure. <laughs> we knew you'd like that. <laughs> Jamie Holder is a great guy. I've known him all my life, and uh, they've done a super job down in Bay Springs. Employee about 900 employees. That's, that, that's pretty big. No doubt about it. All right, my man. We've had a little extra time to think about all of this. Um, tell us uh, from your point of view now, as you've watched Alabama for another week, and now here we go when it's actually game week. What's premiering in your mind right now for Ole Miss to go to Tuscaloosa? Well, obviously, you know, with the time we had some success over there with Chad Kelly, we obviously had won the turnover battle that night. But uh, you got to make some big plays against these guys. And we've taken some elite quarterbacks in before with Eli Manning and, of course, Chad and uh, Bo. And, and we haven't come out with wins always. But, uh, I, you know, we got to be balanced this weekend. we got to be able to run the football because, I mean, they're expecting Alabama to possibly even drop eight, you know, like we saw last year with Arkansas. So when they rush those those three guys, and if that happens, and always an if, 
then uh, you got to be able to run the football, and that's a big, big if. Our guys, uh, you know, our offensive line, and, 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 you know, every time we talk about the SEC, it all starts in the trenches, doesn't it? It's amazing. Uh, it all, who's got that best offensive line or defensive front? Who's going to win that matchup? But our, my running backs are going to be a big, big part of this game, even though Matt's been printed all over the yard. I think, it, you know, when you get that run game going, guys, that, that play action really works very well for Matt Corral and company. Harry, I'm trying to recall last season's game when or if Ole Miss, excuse me, Alabama went to that eight man uh, on the back end. There, did they go into that? And if they did, how long? How long? How long do you think it'd take Ole Miss to run them out of that? We we did not see that against Alabama. I think the first time we saw that Yancey was over in Arkansas. Arkansas you know, yeah. and obviously that was not a great day for Matt. But that was the first time uh, that he had seen that. And uh, the second half, if you remember in that game, we took off of the running backs and just kind of running at them, running at If you remember that game, we got down to the one twice and fumble, you know, two, oh, yeah. two two scores we should have had and came away with nothing. But that's what that's what you do. And so <laughs> uh, I asked the question today to Lane Kiffin. I said, you know, Saban is the master of disguising coverages, you know, and he kind of he gave me an answer, but what he really said was, we'll see with our tempo how that sets up. They may not have time to do all that fancy uh, scheming of defensive backs, and, and that's a very, well, uh, a very good point that I, I took away from today's press conference. Harry, do you expect Alabama just to try to run straight out Ole Miss a little bit? You know, we haven't had anybody try that yet, but we haven't seen the offensive line that Alabama's going to throw at us. We're running three defensive linemen, and obviously Sam Williams could be a stand-up outside linebacker. Uh, we know that, but we've had success with that. So we really depend on those 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 inside five guys in the box, Yancey. So you got to, you know Chance Campbell, who's really brought this defense together, and everybody's looking to him to be that that leader over there. Uh, and so you've got those five guys up front that really will have to handle that run, and we got six DB scattered around behind that. And of course, four of those are safety, so they play like the outside linebackers. But we'll see if they run it right at us. Uh, obviously, we'd like to get if they don't. If they continue to try to drop back with Bryce Young, then we would obviously would like to get a three man rush and get some pressure. If that doesn't happen, then we we'll obviously have to dial up blitzes, and that might be from the outside. It might be the inside with Chance Campbell. We'll just have to see how that the, the game uh, dictates that. But you can't let Bryce Young sit back there in the pocket. That's for sure. Harry Gordon Ford, you know, the people are on Alabama about their defense right now after Florida ran all over them. Ole Miss has a slew of running backs. I could see us running, that being Ole Miss, at them pretty well. Well, let's hope that's that's. <laughs> Let's hope that's what happens, Gordon. And, and of course, when you, you you tilt so much to the pass game and they set up for that, then you, obviously you're going to have to run it at them and, and to be successful. And I think if you look at Ole Miss's run game, what did we run? 350, 60 yards against Tulane, and then it opened up the passing lanes, opened up the play action. So, I, you know, people think of that all we do is throw it over, around the, over the yard, but we really run the ball quite a bit if you look at the stats. Uh, it's really quite amazing. I mean, we're averaging, uh, uh, let me find that. Uh, the total offense right now is pretty gaudy at 635 yards a game. But if you break down just the rushing yards and, and, and rushing yards per game, that's almost 300 of that is rushing. So that's a pretty gaudy number through the first three games. Now, guess what, guys? The defenses are going to get much better starting in October, and that starts this Saturday with Alabama. <laughs> 
And, and to that point of, of running, with all the teams that have gone to the, and we've watched it over several games last Saturday, three down linemen, drop back the eight, make you check down or do whatever. If you don't commit to the running game, Harry, I mean, okay, 20 to 20, those numbers might be there. But once you get in the red zone, it becomes a problem. That's what I like to see that Ole Miss has done. A willingness between those 20s to run the football on those downs. So they have to respect what's going on there. No doubt, and obviously we got the tight running backs so we can make that work. Obviously we got a Snoop Connor at 220 pounds that can move the pile. But our, our guys up front, they love that run game. <laughs> I saw Ben Brown and uh, uh, Nick Broker before the Tulane game, and I said, guys, I mean, uh, 300 yards. I said, what I'm asking tonight out of you guys. That's what I want rushing. They both started laughing. They said, we love the run game. Well, they only came out with 368, so I think they passed the test. Now, it would be a much, much different animal when we go into – to uh, Brian Denny on Saturday. Yes, you're right, uh, Gary. We've got to be able to run the football. We've got to be able to run the football inside in the red zone. And uh, and that when you do that, then that gives you all kind of uh, ways to attack with play action. I mean, because you suck those linebackers up, you throw it over the top. But probably something that really needs to happen, guys, in this game that we haven't really taken advantage of is the tight end. We haven't used the tight ends much. I think Casey Kelly's coming back from that knee injury. He should be available and probably 100% this game and we'll just see if we can get those guys involved because sometimes you wind up doubling up the receivers you guess right but that tight end could run past the linebacker and really make them pay Harry I'm sitting here looking at the uh, 2020 stats between Ole Miss and Alabama Ole Miss had 57 rushing attempts for 268 yards they only threw the ball 29 times and they gained 379 yards. So you can see how they really ran themselves into some formations uh, to take advantage of Alabama's secondary. Now, we're pointing out that they were not facing a three-man front that defenses started using against Arkansas later that year in 2020. So Ole Miss really emphasized running into the teeth of Alabama's defense last year. And I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying you're correct. You're absolutely correct. And if you'd gone back and asked the average fan, you know, what did we do that game? Everybody said, well, we threw it every play. Well, obviously that's not true because you just uh, documented that, Yancey, for sure. But, yes, we've got to be able to run the football, whether it's outside, whether it's inside. We've got to be successful doing that. Alabama lines up with three down linemen, but they also bring – They've got a guy number thirty-one named Will Anderson. He's kind of he's, mm. he's listed as an outside linebacker. They call him the Jack linebacker, but he just about rushes every play, whether it be run or pass. He hardly ever drops back in coverage. So they're really bringing four just about every every play. So that once you get past those four, now you got a chance to you know they still got the two inside backers. So it's it's a chance if you looked at their Florida game, they got they did some good outside, but they also did some good inside. And I think that's what Ole Miss is obviously scheming is that we got to, whatever that weakness is, we got to find it, we got to attack it. Harry, thanks so much for being with us again on a Monday night. Thank it's you, Harry. Alabama on Saturday, guys. Let's get ready. Mm, be there, be square. Harry's corner presented by Hammerhead Armor for you on our show tonight. Coming up, text messages 426-1093 that's 662-426-1093 got a couple in already one of them's about injuries Yancey you're going to get into that as well so we have our text messages coming up and the Rebel Injury Report all in the next segment stay with us on the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline
But you can't break them open And they smell like ladies Lying in the sun Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family, from dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Looking for the right place to get your game day colors? Rebel Rags has the largest selection of Ole Miss merchandise anywhere, including football jerseys in every size and color. Come grab them while supplies last. Rebel Rags also has game day polos, sideline gear, tailgate items, and more. Famous name brands like Nike, Under Armour, Columbia, Drake, Coliseum, Champion, and Comfort Color t-shirts. Check out Rebel Rags' new interest off Jackson Avenue with plenty of parking or shop online at rebelrags.net. Rebel Rags, owned and operated by Rebel fans for Rebel fans. Sell them, Molly. Rebel Rags. Anything, everything, all Miss. If you were exposed to Paraquat, you may be compensated. Farm workers, herbicide applicators, and other individuals with Parkinson's disease caused by Paraquat exposure may be entitled to settlement benefits and financial compensation. Farmers and agricultural workers who work directly with and around Paraquat are at the greatest risk of being exposed to Paraquat. Exposure is most likely to occur in the following ways. Mixing or loading Paraquat, spraying Paraquat, Maintaining tanks and equipment used to spray Paraquat. Spending time in fields where Paraquat was sprayed. Products that contain Paraquat as an active ingredient may be sold under many different brand names, such as Granite Zone, Cyclone, Helmquat, and Parazone to name a few. If you or family member have been exposed to Paraquat and developed Parkinson's disease, please call the law office of Dan Mars for free consultation at 1-800-650-2152. That's 1-800-650-2152. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. All right, this portion of the show is presented by Cannon Cleary McGraw. You can check out their website, ccmoxford.com, for homes as well as lots, land, and condos for sale in Oxford. Text messages presented by Cannon Cleary McGraw. It's 426-1093-662-426-1093. Yancey, I've been waiting. I thought maybe it was me getting involved with the show that's kept Billy from Tyler, Texas, ah. from getting involved in some point in some way. Him. So, Billy... Uh, is with us, and his question is, why don't we get John Rice Plumley more involved in the passing game? He'd be hard to catch or stop in a crossing route or slant route. Your opinion, please. Don Terry Drummond. Yeah. <laughs> Just the development of him uh, there at the slot. I, I was looking at the draft boards last night. He's actually risen up now, Don Terry, between the third and fifth round pick. He's just, you know, he's just really developed it. He's playing well. Um, you know, I thought maybe they would play a little bit more, the two guys, and that's where Plumlee would go in behind. They haven't yet, but he said he was trying to identify uh, some more receivers for depth during this five week. So I wouldn't be surprised if Plumlee got a few more snaps in this Alabama game. And there just has to be at somewhere through this season, there's some kind of trick play involved with, with oh, JRP. Yeah. That's there, a good point. You know, there has to be something when he's in there at slot that turns into uh, – two quarterbacks out on the field at the same time kind of situation. You know, I mean, 
Um, no insider information there other than just thought process. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, common sense kind of says at some point he's going to be out there and there's going to be something crazy uh, that's drawn up. And it has to be. And it has to be to win a game like Saturday or maybe even next week, you know, against Arkansas or whatever it is. I think he's going to be more involved along the way. And you got to remember. Plumlee's been a quarterback or a defensive back his whole entire life, right? Yeah. It's not as simple as run a route and get out there. He's still learning that process, too. Correct? Correct. And he missed the full spring for baseball. And then he was out with the hamstring issue in the preseason camp. So he hasn't had a lot of time to get prepared, to be honest. I'd like to see him out there, too. Sure. Um, yeah, I yeah. mean, with that athleticism, and, Jim, and you've you talked about it, too, you got to find some way to get him yeah, the ball. Yeah, you got to get offense. him on the field. You really do. And you know what? I could see him throwing it to him out of the backfield. I think in one of those games they did, Austin P or something like that, and he had a pretty good game. But, I mean, he is, you know, he's a player, and he needs to be on the field, and everybody Kind of knows it. I'm like you. I mean, you I, put him in motion. You yeah. hand it off. Get hand him down to the him. edge. Do something. It's, it's almost like a Christian McCaffrey. It's going to you know, happen. I, I, I could see him get some handoffs and then a trick play. play That's from a good there. person. If to you do a, a quick screen and then he even reared back, I'm sure Alabama is going to be looking for that. But uh, you know, a handoff throw. You never know. Or maybe just a wildcat suck him in third and short, put sure. him in at the wild crowd. He fakes it to the you know the running back, and he pitches it. So we'll see. They know what they've got on that sidelines and with him, one way or the other. Well, you know, and so far, I'm with you. It's drumming, and i got to trust what the guys calling the plays are doing because it's worked. He's <laughs> catching some balls, it's, man. It's, it's worked. It's and look, Dennis Jackson's not even getting many snaps, and Dan has had a huge preseason camp. That's right. You knew so, I don't think you've seen him. He hasn't played much. So, I mean, they, they're really sticking with the starters right now. But I don't think that's the way that they design it. That's just who they trust right now the most. All right, we stuck pretty long with that one. And so uh, I appreciate it, Billy, from Tyler, but we, we needed to expand on yours. Now it's time for the Rebel Injury Report from Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. We did get a text message that asked about injury. Scott from yeah. Tupelo would like to know that. So, Scott, thanks for your chiming in as well. And here comes some injuries with Yancey. Well, that's a great, great question and very important one for this weekend. And I think the biggest news right now is Casey Kelly. You know, Harry alluded to it, that he's been back at practice and, you know, going full ways. Um, so I think uh, I think he's going to play this weekend. And if there's been one thing, one kink in the armor, so to speak, offensively, it's been at the tight end position, right? I think they've got three or four passes the whole season. So that's something that Lane would like to get more involved there at the tight end position. I look for Casey to become a factor in this Alabama game immediately. Uh, Jake Springer, shoulder issue. He missed a two-lane game. Um, I, I think he's full go. You know, Lane will not discuss injuries, but the word I've got for practices is that he's been out there running full time. So I think Jake's going to be good to go. And then Braylon Brown, a wide receiver that really, we were talking about that depth. There was whispers in there that Braylon was one of the top three guys those first couple practices. And he ended up, uh, you know, getting hurt on a pass. I've, there's been no explanation what it is. We just know knee injury. And, uh, I don't think he's practiced yet from from that, uh, from I think that was like on the sixth or seventh of August, very early in the in the fall camp. So I wouldn't expect to see Braylon Brown, and even if he was healthy enough right now, he hasn't gotten in the reps. So you can't bring somebody in that quickly against Alabama on the road. 
one last thing before we, we hit the break that, that hit my mind as we're talking about and, and, and thinking about questions. Bryant-Denny Stadium holds yes. 100,077 people. This is a great point. And we haven't seen that in two years, right? I haven't seen anything. Right? You haven't, 10, you haven't seen anything like that on the road. It's going to be totally different noise-wise for the offense to go through and to deal with. And obviously that's been, I'm sure, addressed throughout practice. But we've got some guys... And Maryland has played in big crowds before, I'm sure. You know, and when when we're talking about some transfers on the yeah, defensive side sure. of things, Springer and Navy. I don't know if you saw a hundred thousand people. Yeah, right. Sure. Uh, this is something that will be interesting to see early in the game in Tuscaloosa. I thought it was interesting that Lane said that he's not worried about the crowd noise aspect as far as getting calls in and and the organization. He's worried about it from an emotional energy standpoint, getting too (laughs) jacked up and not thinking about your assignment, right? So he said it brings so much energy with that that, that amount of fans and noise that sometimes you get too jacked up, right? Because you don't think. You forget your assignment. We've gone to the games, yes, as fans sometimes, but as trying to do a job. You can. I emotionally have gotten caught up in. Oh wow! Listen to what's going on out here. I can't imagine if I was an athlete trying to perform my job down there uh, and, and deal with something like that. I don't think it's going to affect the rebels, and I'm going to tell you why. Because our staff has these guys under control. They're like a cohesive unit, and I think, like you said, he sends plays in. I don't think that the rebels are really going to think about it that much. I think those guys are totally focused. I'm going in there and beating them. How about you, Yancey? I hope Lane's, right. Lane's demeanor, he's so calm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, and that's where the guys are. I, ju- I, I think they just kind of followed the leader. Yeah. Good thing. I hope it's. I hope that's right. It sounded good, I didn't it? That's right. All right, coming back, we've got a couple of guys that are going to join us. Michael Joe Cannon himself, and then we'll get Jimmy Hodge on as well. All of that's coming up in the next portion of the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat and a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out in their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Rebel fans, do you have real estate questions? Coldwell Banker Signature agents have the answers. Whether you're buying or selling, let the agents at Coldwell Banker Signature give you the home field advantage. Start your search now, www.oxford38655.com, or call them directly at 662-50-38655. Also, if you're thinking about a career in real estate, give Martin a call at 662-50-38655 to learn about the opportunities available. Find your home with Coldwell Banker Signature today. 
ready to restock your bar? Lift your spirits and Cenotopia has everything you need and at great savings. Just check out the prices in the back room. Lift your spirits is selling the back room stock at or near wholesale prices. Your first choice for liquor in Tate County and the surrounding area. Discover Lift Your Spirits at the corner of Front and Main at 101 South Front Street. And be sure to check out the backroom bargains. Be ready for the games and friends with a trip to Lift Your Spirits in Cenotopia. Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline. The Rebel Yell Hotline with Yancey, Gary, and Gordon. Now, more of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. All right, friends, our game day outlook is going to be brought to you by Mars, Mars, and Mars. They're your contact for serious injuries for over 30 years. That's Mars, Mars, and Mars. It is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. We've got a lot of different things going on throughout this, and uh, we'll be you know, talking more about Ole Miss, Alabama, and things of that nature. We'll get uh, coming up Jimmy Hodge, who is going to be with us uh, from sideline.live. We'll get that. Um, you know, as far as, um, you know, you work with, with Jimmy and, and, and the rest of the Rob crew. Rob Brown, there, yeah, right? on sidelines.live. Uh, um, really good guys, know a lot about football all oh, across yeah. the country. It's all over the country right now. I mean, it's syndicated in Alabama at this point. And Yancey joins us from time to time. And we get a lot of rebel guests on there. So, so Jimmy is on with us now. Jimmy, welcome back to the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. How you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm doing well. You guys ready to roll? I know it's only Monday, but I'm sure a big part of the fan base wishes they were kicking off in about an hour. I'm part of it. We've had two weeks waiting on this. We've had two weeks waiting on this. Yeah, Jimmy, I can tell you I called the ticket uh, office this morning, and and Ole Miss is out of their allotment in tickets, and they said it's been a while since Ole Miss sold out of their away game tickets. So uh, good job, Ole Miss fans. I expect a large contingent of Rebels. I don't know if it would be 5,000, 7,500, how many Alabama distributed to Ole Miss, but there are going to definitely be. And a lot of Rebels are going to be over there that don't even have a ticket right now that are going to go buy a ticket. I expect there's going to be 10,000, 15,000 Ole Miss people there. Oh, it's going to be a great environment, and uh, the Ole Miss fans should be there because it's a it, it, it's a really neat game day setup. And uh, you know, considering the fact that uh, fans weren't allowed last year, that even uh, makes the uh, you know excitement level uh, even greater. And uh, especially when uh, you know you've got a team like Ole Miss has this year. I mean, the uh, the fans uh, have every reason to be, uh, you know, really fired up for what lies ahead. Jimmy, you look at this game this week, I mean, I think this is a, you know, of course Alabama's favored, but I think it's a, a matchup that you look at Ole Miss that they could go in there and win that game. Oh, absolutely. When you can score like uh, points like Ole Miss can, I mean, you got a chance uh, against anybody. And uh, again, coming off this uh, last performance against uh, Tulane, 
any defensive coaching staff that watches the tape of that game, uh, uh, they know they're in for a long day if they're not prepared to play this game. And, you know, Gordon, we have talked, and I, I have said to you that these uh, two offenses are so potent that I think as few as three stops by either defense could very well win this game because when you look at how the game uh, developed last year, 63-48, to 48, I mean, those defenses were virtually helpless. And uh, Ole Miss has certainly improved their defense significantly. They've really got some uh, uh, good players that they've uh, added to the roster, and they've shown a lot of leadership, and, uh, and they're confident you know, that, that they can play at this level. But with that being said, I mean, uh, uh, these two defenses uh, uh, last year certainly had no answer. And I think Alabama in the last two and a half quarters against Florida really showed some vulnerabilities. And, uh, uh, you know, Lane Kiffin's been preparing for this game uh for a long time as far as just having some stuff in the back of his mind that he would like to use for this game because he's got an extensive play foot, uh, playbook. He's got a, you know, just a, a brilliant offensive scheme. And you know that him and uh, Jeff Levy during the offseason and in the summer, uh, they spent a little time, I'm sure, uh, uh, thinking about Alabama and some potential uh, – uh, new wrinkles they could throw in against them, uh, and, uh, you know, they're going to have their chance on Saturday. Jimmy, this is uh, Gary again. When Alabama has struggled in the past, they have struggled with a mobile quarterback. And we saw Matt Corral use his legs a little bit against Tulane, and he has run the football some. That seems dangerous to me against Alabama at times when you don't want to lose your starting quarterback. But do you think we will see that, or should we see that? Yeah, I think you're going to see that for sure when he has an opportunity. But I think, um, and I think this is going to be true for the remainder of the season, I think he's going to use the Bryce Young approach and at the pro level of Russell Wilson. If he gets pressured and he sees an opportunity to grab 5, 10, 15 yards, he's going to do it, but he's not going to challenge anybody, take anybody on. He's going to get down because, uh, you know, he's not going to take Ole Miss where they need to go by him trying to run over linebackers or DBs, you know. Uh, but you're absolutely right that the uh, – uh, type of quarterback that Ole Miss has really stroked, I mean, Alabama struggled against in, in past seasons, has been that running quarterback who, you know, he just adds another running option uh, to an opponent's scheme, and it's certainly something to be concerned about, and he has good speed, and uh, so, yeah, it's something that I, I have no doubt that uh, uh, Nick Saban, Pete Golding, and the Alabama defensive coaching staff uh, are concerned about. Jimmy, we've seen Ole Miss kind of use really on kickoffs, they, they like to pin it to the three, five-yard line, let the let the guy catch it and try to bring him back, pin him inside the 20. Do you think Ole Miss changes that philosophy now seeing Alabama, what, return two against Southern Miss? Yeah, well, I think they will. When you have a home run threat like uh, – 
you know, Jamison Williams, he takes the opening kickoff 100 yards, and that can really set the tone uh, for the game. And even if he doesn't go all the way and he breaks a long one, it's just something that, that, that you think about in the back of your mind. And then, of course, he, he had another one later in the game that went 83 yards for, for a touchdown, and then he caught the long touchdown pass. I think probably Ole Miss is looking to do something like maybe kick a high pooch uh, uh, type of kick to where uh, – the guys on the coverage team can get down there, maybe kick it around the 20 to 25-yard line so that if, if he has to run up and catch the ball, that the, uh, uh, that the coverage team is pretty close to him, probably within five yards of him, so, so that he doesn't have any space to work with. I, that's what my thinking is. I don't think they're going to kick to him deep because uh, they just seen how dangerous that he is. And also, we all know that a play like that can really turn the momentum of a game around. And I think Ole Miss is really conscious of trying not to um, – you know, allow any, let's say, easy scores like that. I, I think yeah. they're going to try to make Alabama earn their points from the line of scrimmage. Limited supplies, I agree. You know, you got two new coordinator, a new coordinator there, Bill O'Brien, who was in the NFL. Was I think he was coach of the year at one time. Doug Marone, who won with the um, Jacksonville Jaguars, they had great years. Uh, I think he went up and beat New England one year. What do you think the Bill O'Brien offense for Ole Miss will be like? Um, you mean Alabama? Uh, yeah, I mean Alabama. My bad. Against Ole Miss. Yeah. Well, I, I think what Bill O'Brien would, as far as just uh, uh, the best case scenario that he could envision, would try to be to go on some. Uh, 10, 12 play drives that uh, use up the clock. And if you're able to do that, you can kind of tire the defense out. But at the same time, you would probably hope that Ole Miss might get impatient uh, on offense, you know, if they've been ha- having to stand around for, for five to six minutes. But, uh, but again, I, I just think, yeah, I, but at the same time, though, I really think that these offenses are so potent that and Corral now he's uh, you know he's really matured a lot and I don't think he's going to uh, feel like if, if they did fall behind early in the game that he is to score a touchdown in one or two or three plays I think they're just going to run their normal offense and if they're uh, uh, they don't have the opportunity to, to have those 30, 40-yard completions. I think they'll be more than happy to take the 10 to 15-yard uh, gains and just, uh, you know, just uh, smoothly uh, move down the field if that's what it takes. But I do think that uh, defensively both these teams are going to try to do things differently because it's obvious nothing has worked up to this point for the most part uh, and what opposing defenses have uh, been trying to do to stop Ole Miss. And, of course, Alabama, they got a lot of weapons, too. And uh, I think Ole Miss uh, really uh, feels like they can um, – they can take advantage of 
uh, of Alabama uh, in a similar way as they did last year because what they like to do, they like to try to get those 30, 40-yard explosion plays and then immediately try to spread up to the line of scrimmage and force those defensive linemen to hurry up and uh, 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 catch up to the line of scrimmage. Of course, the the officials will let the defense get up there and catch up to the ball, but Ole Miss many times will will run a quick running play and uh, kind of it catches the defense off guard. And when you have these big three hundred pound def- defensive linemen, if you do that a few times, man, it starts to take a toll <laughs> on them. So I, I think both teams are, are, are going to try to, you know, uh, uh, use some different wrinkles to take uh, take the opponent, uh, you, you know, get them kind of out of uh, out of rhythm. And I, I, I think. Uh, Alabama's going to try to use some different blitzes, maybe different alignments at the same time. Uh, use some zone coverages because I, I, I'm sure they looked a lot at that Arkansas film last year, which was a game in which Corral struggled. But I tell you what, one thing about Corral though is that it's really impressive how he's matured as a quarterback because he's thrown around 140 passes this year without an interception. And you can tell he's not really forcing the ball like he's done in the past. And uh, he's really a tough guy to deal with. Let's not uh, let's not kid anybody. He's got a really uh, uh, talented veteran group of receivers, and their running backs are are also very impressive. There's certainly a couple of NFL players in that group. All right. We thank you so much for being a part of the show again. We'll be catching up with you down the line somewhere, Jimmy. Thanks a lot. Appreciate you. you Jim. Thank you, Jimmy. All right. That's Jimmy with Sideline.Live. Rob Brown, of course, part of that as well. We're going to keep rolling because we have another guest, and Van Atkins is going to sponsor uh, this guest as he joins us. But, of course, it is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Michael Joe Cannon, how are you? Hey, I'm good, Gary. How are you doing? Things are going well, my man. What, uh, 65 years of Cannon Motors business, is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Obviously, that's a little longer than, uh, of course, I probably look like maybe I'm 65 at times, but that's a little longer than, I, <laughs> than I've been around. But, yeah, uh, we started there in 1957 there in Kowloon City. My dad started, and, and so uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a great moment to be celebrating 65 years in the car business. And so, uh, we're excited about that and what we got going on. So, yes, it's a good, it's a, it's a good year. It really is. Michael Joe, tell us about the number of dealerships you own now and, and just, uh, where they're located and all that good stuff. Yeah. So we've got, you know, nineteen locations, and and so I say that to say uh, it has nothing to do with me. It's all about uh, the great folks um, uh, that we have working for us. Uh, and you know, obviously, we started there in Calhoun City, Mississippi, and and uh, we just south there of uh, of Oxford and grown to uh, Grenada, and then uh, started our first new car dealership down in uh, Greenwood over in the Delta, and, and went from there. Uh, uh, to Cleveland and then uh, to uh, Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, actually, uh, we bought uh, Deuce, Deuce's old store there, and then we uh, uh, went to to Oxford, <clears throat> and then uh, went to uh, Blyville, Arkansas, and and then uh, uh, West Point and Starkville, and then we're in Toyota and Honda down in uh, down in Vicksburg. So 
uh, it's uh, we, we've been really blessed. I have, and, and it's all because of a lot of great, great employees and and some you know even more uh, uh, better uh, customers. So, yeah. Michael Joe Gordon Ford, I, I met you several times with Johnny Newman. I always want to tell you he spoke very highly of you. But how are you servicing customers during the pandemic right now? Yeah, well, it's a challenging time for us, and uh, you know, we you it's kind of like anything else, kind of like the game on on Saturday. You know, you just have to adapt to what you know what the defense gives you, what the offense gives you, and so in our case, we've been through the pandemic for two years and. And, uh, you know, uh, didn't know what that was going to be like. And, and I got our guys, uh, gals together when it started. And I said, look, you know, I, I don't know what this thing's going to look like uh, when the final score is over. I don't know what the score is going to be. Is it going to be <laughs> 70 to 69? Is it going to be 10 to 7? Uh, which is probably the, the, the first from there, uh, the game on Saturday. But uh, I said, all I know is we're going to be standing because we're, we're a united group. We know how to take care of our customers. And so we're just doing that by, you know, reaching out to them, be sure we're checking on them. Uh, you know, our inventory is kind of uh, sporadic, as you see. You're, you're, we're, look like we don't have very many, uh, many vehicles, and sometimes we don't. But, uh, you know, it, we, we're just taking care of them to making sure that, number one, we're servicing them in a way that, uh, what nobody beats Cannondale means. And, and, uh, and then we're taking, you know, if you want a new car, we're taking, um, uh, orders as in and ordering a car you know that's kind of a little bit of the norm going forward you order your car it comes in uh we'll have still have in the future what well, i see that looking like we'll still have some cars in stock but i don't think you'll see as many as you once did once upon a time you know uh people will order and uh they'll come in and they'll come in and take delivery so but we're just doing whatever we can do you know we're adjusting to times because it's changing every day for us you know as as people or consumers are reading in uh you know on the internet and whatever you know you got shortages uh uh which semiconductor chips which slows down the the flow of vehicles coming in but but Michael, you know, can, we you, can, you hang on, can you hang on with us uh, throughout the break sure. and let's catch you quickly right after because you know I've got to get you to say something before we're done. We'll be right back. Restaurant Arcade, Oxford's newest place to eat, drink, and play is excited to say that we are now open for lunch. Starting at 11 a.m., seven days a week, we are now open for lunch. And yes, we have the burgers. Yes, we have the wings. But have you heard about them awesome carne asada fries, steak and shrimp fries, or the awesome fajita fries that everyone has been raving about? If not, you need to get the joysticks, man. Call 380-5249 or come see us at 1801 Jackson Avenue West, right across the street from Dairy Queen. Cheney's Pharmacy is Oxford's oldest pharmacy with the newest ideas. Cheney's has COVID-19 vaccines, the flu vaccine, and B12 shots to keep your immune system strong. At Cheney's, we also have things for bath and body, home decor, and parties. You can treat yourself to our TCBY yogurt or ugly mug coffee. Our two-lane drive-thru is open from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Monday through Saturday, 1 p.m. to 9 p.m. on Sunday, and home delivery is available. Service you deserve from the pharmacy you can trust. 
Cheney's Pharmacy, located at 501 Bramlett Boulevard or call 234-7221. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki. Featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. Motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides. Zero-turn mowers. Plus, you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play. Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. Hello, Rebel Nation. Adam Matthews, one of our local finest, is providing some of the best food in town. Some of those places include the Alligator Lounge, located at Oxford Commons, King Steakhouse off of College Hills Road, and they have recently joined with Rebel Barn for the catered service of the best barbecue in town. Please get your reservations ASAP. That's at 662-638-3933. 662-638-3933. Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Please take me back home to Mississippi. Well, we're in the last segment, and we were uh, enjoying some conversation with our friend Michael Joe Cannon, Cannon Motors, Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Sorry to cut you off, but you were here's one of the things that I like about you, Michael Joe, is we had put together some questions we wanted to ask, and you answer them all before we get a chance to, to get that, right? You're a pro at this. Well, I don't know, I know about that, but I appreciate the confidence. But, uh, you know, I get to talking, I get excited, excited about what we do, car business and Sure. And our customers and our employees, and so uh, it's just it's a uh, it's just uh, it's glad to be on the show. And I appreciate y'all having me, man. You, you know, no, uh, I look forward to this, this week college football again. I'm glad it's going. We got fans in the stand, and uh, it's pretty pretty exciting. Got some big games going on. Sure. Um, you know, you and I have talked about that from knowing you passed into your coaching days, uh, way back in those NWJC days, you know, and Senatobia yeah. and things, things of that nature. And, and I've often called you the coach of, of Cannon Motors, and we appreciate your time. But if you don't mind, you, you talked about what a Cannon deal means. Explain that a little bit, and you know every interview you and I do has to end a certain way. I need you to give the slogan at the end, but tell us yeah. what a Cannon deal actually means. Yeah, you know, the Cannondale is, whether it's one of our full body shops or our service or parts or you're buying a car, you know, it's all about the experience that we give you, how we make you feel when you come in. Because, you, you know, my dad always said, he said, heck, son, money will spend anywhere, right? And he uh, <laughs> was a guy that instilled a lot of just kind of good common sense into me, and, and it will spend anywhere. And so our goal uh, as your dealer is, is whether your part service or one of our full body shops or buying an automobile is to make you feel like that you are the only customer because you are right. Whether it's a $900,000 Escalade or, or $50 part, you know, and, and that's always been our goal. And that's always what we strive for each and every time, you know, we fail, but we, you know what, when we do, we, we work really hard at it. It's kind of like a busted play on the field, right? Sometimes you have a busted play, but you got to huddle up a little bit, take a 30-second timeout, gather everybody around, and, hey, let's figure out how we're going to fix it. And so with that, to us, what that means is, you know, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a cannon deal. Nobody. You're the best, Michael Joe. Thanks, buddy. Thank hey, you, Michael Joe. Thanks, man. Thank you all. You too, buddy. Y'all have a good one. Good to see you. you. See you in Tuscaloosa. 
Michael Joe Cannon, one of the best. Oh and man, he's, he's taking Love care. Of, he's taking care of me, uh, you know, throughout years as well. So uh, good guy that takes care of people in nineteen different places. All right, the red and blue chips. It's the recruiting segment now, presented by Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. What you got? Well, I, one thing on everybody's mind is Stone Blanton out of MRA, the four-star middle linebacker, visited Mississippi State this past weekend. Did not make the commitment uh, to Mississippi State, which is good news for Ole Miss and. We hear he's going to be attending the Arkansas game, which is even more good news for Ole Miss. The second uh, on this segment is Quinshawn Judkins, the running back out of Pike Road, Alabama, will be announcing Wednesday, September the 29th at noon. It is believed to come down to Ole Miss, Auburn, and Notre Dame. Right now, all the crystal balls are on Ole Miss. Big, thick running back. Uh, kind of reminds me of a Tony Connor type running back. Third, Piece of recruiting news is Jarrell Stinson, another Alabama uh, prospect out of Opelika that was at one time committed to Auburn, uh, opened that back up this summer, visited Ole Miss in late July, uh, returned for his official visit two weekends ago. Now he says he's ready to make that announcement. He has not set the time on Wednesday, the September 29th, the same date as Quinshawn Juckins, but he will be announcing and it is going to come down to Ole Miss, Florida, and possibly Central Florida. I think it's going to be Ole Miss in Florida. The last recruiting nugget for the day is... Two Ole Miss commitments, Larry Simmons and Marquez Dortch, have been really pursued by Mississippi State. They're trying to been been trying to get those guys to flip for quite a long time. They had them on campus earlier, State did, speaking of, uh, for the North Carolina State game, but they both were supposed to go to Starkville this weekend but did not. Larry Simmons tells me he's going to be here for the LSU game and hopes to get here for the Arkansas game and will be taking his last official visit. He's saving that for Ole Miss. I think that was a pretty big recruiting nugget right there. And that is from the red and blue chips. Saving the best uh, visit for last. I like No that. doubt about it. Absolutely. You always want to get them in last. All right, we've got like two minutes left. The good, bad, and ugly sponsored by the Big Delta Power Sports boys in Batesville. The good. After watching college football over the weekend, and I'm talking about sun up to sundown, I feel even more confident about this Ole Miss team. Nobody has the QB or offensive system that Ole Miss has. Alabama has a very good one, but their quarterback is not as experienced. And I also really think that Lane Kiffin's system with Jeff Levy and Lane knowing that Alabama way, the Alabama system, we saw how much success Ole Miss had last year. I feel a lot better going into this weekend than maybe I even did before the weekend occurred. The bad. Another game that I watch, Ole Miss has to play in two weeks, is Arkansas. (laughs) Man, did I not know how good Arkansas was. They absolutely wore down A&M at the line of scrimmage. I... I didn't know Arkansas was that physical at the point attack. They beat them on offensive line, beat them on defensive line. That Burtz, Trevion Burtz, man, he is something. It's going. To, Ole Miss is going to have their hands very much full coming in two weeks after an Alabama game, which we all know is going to be well, very physical. Well, they got physical. Georgia, so. Yeah, they got Georgia, but on Ole Miss's perspective, you know, it's not going to be as easy as a win as I had marked going into this season. The ugly, we talked about it. No Ole Miss didn't play last weekend, but you still look at that 
you're looking at the national uh, stats, and there's Ole Miss at number two in the wrong category, and that's in penalties. They're averaging over 100 yards a game in penalties. they got to cut that in at least half. 50 or under, in my opinion, to have a chance against Alabama on Saturday. All right, we packed a lot in another hour, men. Hopefully next Monday night we are discussing a still unbeaten Ole Miss Rebel team taking on Arkansas. It's going to be a huge game. Hope so. All right, thanks for everybody being involved with this one today. The Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Until next week, I'll say so long. Hotty toddy. Hotty toddy.